Hey y'all, it's Justin. I'm Dom. And I'm Ray Sean. And welcome back to another episode of The Millennial Mess. A show where we display all of our mess. And we don't sugarcoat shit. And keep it as real as it gets. Guys, welcome back to another week of our foolishness. Wait, so since we have an intro now, <laughs> do I have to even say that? Welcome no, back. or say our name or anything? We just come on. We just go through it. All right, fuck it. Ow. Welcome to professionalism. What the fuck is wrong with you? So, how was everybody's week? Wait, is this just a nobody's drinking this? No, I'm not drinking that. He said you're not gonna be able to finish it because he's Hand pussy. Juice. Chef on, uh, uh-uh, that's nasty. Chef on, don't man. do it. I promise don't, you. Don't, you don't nobody want to go get that vodka. Hand me the juice. It's really gonna taste bad. I don't. Care. It's disgusting. When I say it tastes like medicines, no, you're not gonna like it. You're not. I don't care. I'm just gonna no, drink the juice. Can we Hello, hi. We on a show right now, okay? How was y'all's week? Oh. Uh, I'm gonna go last. How was my week? Mm. I honestly, well, don't talk I honestly don't even remember. I did my week was just a week, you know, so I can't even say anything about it. Ah, uh, nope. Yep. Nothing interesting happened. Nope. Not at all. Not in the slightest. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> we. Yeah, I told Look you. Look at this shit. Stupid. What a stupid. I know that shit nasty. Ugh. You don't even look like you're having a good time. Anyway, um, I don't know. My week was really. I had a good week. Oh wait, we did something last night. Okay. Yes, we did. I forgot. You can. You can, you want to talk about? No, it? go ahead. We gonna talk about it. Okay. Um, I had a good week. Um, I feel like I saw you guys a lot more this week than I feel like I've seen y'all in a while, and it does not make this a habit. Okay. Whoa. First of all, we see you weekly. Yes, but I saw you guys like two days ago. I feel like we should make it a habit. I don't like y'all. That's why we didn't get invited to the second trip. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Okay. So this week, I found out who is going. One of my one of my good good my daughter she bought me a flight to Puerto Rico. So I'm going back to Puerto Rico in April. I didn't plan a trip. <sighs> I didn't set it up. I would love for you guys to come. I would love for Girl. y'all to come. I really would love it. That was a good highlight. That was a good start of my week. Um, then yesterday, last night. No, then I cooked for you guys, I think like two days ago. Did, were you, did you come? You didn't come over that day, did you? He didn't. The day he was making that soup. That soup. I, oh, no, so I wasn't invited. You were you texted about it. I texted you guys and I said, if you want some soup, come over. Oh, so I well, I wasn't about to drop over for no soup. You got to like make nah, some. Nah, that shit that was good. That shit was bomb. Fuck. I'm not going to lie. It, was, it, it had yeah. dumplings in it. It had corn. It was really good. What, what did you have in there? It was, it's, it's, I can't it was some Jamaican soup. It was Jamaican soup. It was. It was good as fuck. It was spicy. Then, so I did that. I had y'all, you know, you came over, the girls came over. It was a good night. Um, then last night, we did a surprise party for one of my dearest friends, Miss Um Uzo. 
Uzo. <laughs> 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 last name. Shit. Crazy Eyes, aka fucking uh, Brenda. It was her birthday yesterday, so we had a surprise party for her that went really well. Um, she was surprised. She's a fucking slut from the eighties. <laughs> it just kills me, but we love her. And um, yes. yeah, and today was incredibly long. And I feel like we, since we drank so much yesterday, and we just all woke up and were like, okay, we need to eat immediately. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've been eating since like I feel like I've been eating since I woke up. No dead ass. And we, you know, went to you know do all things. So that was my week. Huh. Yeah. Well, my week. Um, <laughs> no, dead ass. So this week, and I don't want to make this too long, but this week has been very interesting for me. Um, a lot of new territories I have been coming across. You got fisted. No, no, I'm no. not dumb. Um, <laughs> so relax. Okay. Um, <laughs> so no. So I was approached. Uh, this week by a major organization to work with them. I'm not going to say their name because legally, I'm just not. I mean, I could, but I'm not. Um, to work on a project for them. Uh, Big things. Yeah. Um, I worked on a uh, Instagram filter for them, and this was like I said, new territory for me because I have never worked with a major company. Honestly, if I was making that shit, it was just for the fun of it and for this podcast. Um, but I was approached to make one. Um, honestly, didn't really expect it to turn out the way it did because when they approached me, I didn't even know it was this organization. I thought this was just like a subsidiary or whatever. But I got legal contracts sent to me. My good Judy over here helped me out with that. <laughs> that I did for free. <laughs> for fucking free. And I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Oh. Ooh, that chicken smelled good. Um, she my good Judy helped me out with that. But it was definitely a learning lesson because uh ultimately with the project, I learned a, a good deal about how business is done and mm-hmm. also knowing my work right. as a creative. Yes. That, because that honestly, I could have got dicked into a situation and Sounds good. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I will be continuing to work with this company as a vendor. Boop, boop. Are they paying you? They're going to. They're paying me. <laughs> they're paying me. They're going to. They're paying him, but they're gonna pay him more. Yeah. Work. Okay. And if I have anything to say about it, so definitely, I know we're not at the millennial message yet, but as a creative, I want everybody to un- everybody to understand because everything in my mind was like, this is an opportunity for me. Money is important. Hell yes, I'm but. Fine. It's not like my main goal. So I had to like juggle between opportunity versus money. And I found like, excuse me, the, the, um, I don't know what the word is, but I found a middle ground to that. And I said, you know, I'm not going to put myself in in a situation where creatively I'm not being stifled. And also I'm not being paid for my services when I need to be paid. Right. Facts. So facts. I'm just going to get out of advice to y'all motherfuckers right now. If you are a creative, 
these major companies will approach you with some shit. Make sure you have an attorney on on standby, on phone call, whatever, whatever, to help you out because these motherfuckers will get you. They will get you. And you know what? I got so mad when I like read over that contract because I'm like, bitch, he could have. Ugh, it just it kills me. So I'm gonna leave that for the message because I really um I really think you should need to really expand on that because a lot of people. I think that should that be too. like a whole episode. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna do that later. Yeah. All right. Um. So that being said, we're gonna move to the next portion of the uh, show. Yeah. It's gonna be called the Millennial Mix. That's a portion of the show where we <laughs> Millennial Mix. God damn it, Millennial bitch. Mix. A portion of the show where we um, talk about shit. <laughs> so um, this week I'm leading it, um, and it actually is based upon something that happened recently. So recent that it happened today. <laughs> um, <laughs> Two hours, ago. literally not even that long ago. So clearly, this just goes to show you how prepared I am as a person. But um, we are out to eat. And I saw a man, a gentleman that I thought looked very, very nice. And I said, huh, I'm 30 and an adult. What if she listened to the show? He's probably going to. Um, I'm 30 and an adult. I'm going to, I'm going to like send him a drink. And I've never done that before. So I sent him a drink with a note on it. And then he sent us all um, shots back. He sent the table shots back to say thank you. Mm-hmm. And as we were leaving, he came up and, you know, we exchanged information. So I feel like we already talked about love languages last week and shit. And I feel like we've been talking about a lot of lovey-dovey shit. But it just like, like I, it's a weird because how big, it's so many things I want to ask you guys. Okay. So many things. But let's start with number one. Do you guys like to be pursued or do you consider yourself to be like, the one would you prefer yourself to be the one sought after wait is that the same thing i feel like i said the same I've been <laughs> <laughs> do you want to pursue or do you want to be pursued is what i'm trying to ask god do you want to be chased or do you want to be the chasey the fox or the hen is chasey a word we can make Chase it a word sir. anything is a word okay. Okay. i know what i'm asking y'all though what's, yeah. what's yeah. the answer um uh hmm I think it's kind of both, and yeah, it really just depends. I'm too picky, so I don't, I feel unco- like kind of nervous if somebody um if somebody I guess quote unquote chases me. I'm like, eh. but unless they're cute as fuck, I'm like, uh-huh, yes. But other than that, most of the time I'm just doing it, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I'd rather go after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. So yeah, she's on drugs. <laughs> All right, I don't know what's going on with this. No, I'm losing. I'm sorry. That's it? Yeah, that's my answer. <clears throat> what about you? Um I think when I'm when I'm single, I'm more so I want to be chased. This bitch <laughs> is a crackhead. When I'm single, I'm more so want to be chased. Um I have no problem like if I see somebody that I like, I'm I definitely pursue it. Um but ultimately I'm not the type of nigga that just gonna approach somebody first on a normal basis like no i feel like i'm too much of a bad bitch you need to come up to me so do you guys think it's an ego thing definitely for me i can't speak to everybody else but for me it definitely is yeah i can say that too (laughs) i think it's an ego thing yeah because i I like i don't but to be chased just to me it just really throws me off but if i'm like chasing someone to me i know that's an ego thing for me because like bitch i'm about to walk in this bitch and Mm -hmm. but also i have a fear of rejection 
And um, I feel like if nah. I go to a nigga and he be like, that actually was uh-huh. my next question. So I'm happy that you led into that. So you do have a fear of rejection. Yeah. You know that they say millennials like are like petrified of rejection for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Nope. You can't relate. You not. Re- no. You don't have a fear. Mm-mm. I wish I was you. Mm-mm. I used to. Not anymore though. Because whatever. you've been rejected so many times, or because you just got over it. I'm a bad bitch, and I know I don't have to worry about it. No, I'm not. I wasn't being. <laughs> I wasn't was being shit. I was only asking, like, well, how'd you overcome your fear of rejection, or did you ever have a fear of rejection? I did have a fear of rejection, but I, I was like, it was. I think it was just the uh, something I placed on myself. Yeah. And then once I realized that, bitch, you are bad. You got this shit. I was like, okay, cool. I ain't got to worry about it no more. So it is what it is. Practice too. Practice makes perfect. Mm. So it was like actually going out and being like, let me try to bag X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then you backed and be like, okay. Uh-huh. And then I, I kept was. it. And I was like, oh. That's all okay. I was. Because I, I think when I was like, <laughs> oh. Yikes. When yikes. I was younger, I got rejected a lot because I was like real ugly, low key. Oh. I wore glasses. You used to wear glasses? Mm-hmm. That is adorable. I was like a fucking geek. And yeah, it's not adorable. I was so fucking cute. ugly. I love that. So I would get rejected by girls all the time. So like um, that just built up my fear um, and like my confidence level was always low. So it wasn't really until I became gay and I really like my my skin was just clear. I got contacts. Well, actually, no, it was in high school. I was backing girls in high school. Yeah, but it wasn't really until I really became like fully a faggot is when I like <laughs> came into my realization that. You know, I can bag niggas. Any nigga I really wanted to. Welcome to faggot dumb. <laughs> but you're here. here. Presence is welcomed. Yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my next question actually. Wait, you didn't answer your own question. Oh, what was my question? Oh, do, <laughs> do I you like to, pers- to pursue? Oh, so oh yeah, that's it. Okay, perfect. God damn it, <laughs> fucking scatterbrained. <laughs> I am so sorry, guys. Um, so to answer my own question, I think personally, I'm too. Like, I don't like pursuing people, not because it's an ego thing, but genuinely it makes me just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I, know how to exp- I don't know how to explain it. Like, even when we were leaving and the boy came up and was, like, talking to me, mm-hmm. like, I just wanted to, I wanted to leave. I think, like, one of, one, of, one of us was in the bathroom and I was like, okay, I need to, like, leave mm-hmm. from this space. I don't know. It just makes me anxious. I don't know. I don't know what that shit is about, but it's not um, an ego thing. Like, oh, I need niggas to chase me because I'm that girl. I just feel like it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> what am I like? What, what am I gonna walk up to somebody and just randomly talk about? I can do it with friends like all day. Like I'm very, I can make friends easily. But mm-hmm. like romance, y'all remember that? Oh my god, this brings me back to an earlier episode. You remember when we went to that Christmas party? Was it a Christmas party? Um, Christmas party when you were doing body shots. Oh, <laughs> and you remember that guy? Oh, that's the ah. yeah, I was like literally freaking out because I did want to say something, but I didn't know what to talk about. It was just weird. Yeah, like that kind of shit. I just, I, I just can't. I'm not good at that. But what did you pursue that, or did he pursue that? He came. He uh, he. Okay, so it was a whole cat and mouse situation. Drunk, so we were know. all pretty <laughs> slaughtered. I mean, not slaughtered, but I'm <laughs> sloshed that night. I actually was slaughtered that night. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, he ended up coming up to me. Just to reject me, mm-hmm. and I was huh? like, "Yeah, he came up to me. and was like, um, yeah, I think." It wait, was wasn't it? What was going on that night? Because I got pursued that to... night too. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. hold up, mm-hmm. my mind is, is telling me no. Oh, 
it's, X it's, that out. That's not significant. It's, your memory's jogging. That was like what? Were you like, interested in this guy? Yes. Like, you thought he was okay. Yes, I thought there he was go. very attractive, and I think like two I think, years ago. Yeah, it was, it was a while ago. Either way, yeah. I'm saying all that to say basically, bitch, I know y'all too long. First of all, that's number one, <laughs> and two, um, yeah, this makes me uncomfortable. Like I don't know. So when I sent the the drink over, a I felt like super mature about it because I feel like you see that shit in movies and it's like, oh, this is classy. Mm-hmm. But also, I felt super lame because I could have just. But also, like, how are you gonna? Just walk up to somebody while they're eating and be like, "Hey, you're and not just do that." He was sitting with two, with two other people. Lo- two other people. Stop. <laughs> no, shut up. He was sitting with two other people, so I didn't want to. We're not get going. Up. It was so many levels. So many levels. Um. So my next question is going to be Girl. actually for both of you, since you guys both said you kind of. Well, actually, you asked the opposite, so I'm going to ask you first. Mm-hmm. How do you? like to be pursued what is an appropriate way to pursue you um an appropriate way to pursue me is to be direct but also be a gentleman Mm. um i feel like most men especially in our world they feel like they have to be aggressive in a sense when they approach us because they mm. feel like that makes them more attractive. So they feel like they have to be overtly masculine and say certain words like bruh and like do certain things to make themselves not be fish. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate that because I peeped that up to, like up front and my voice never changes. Nothing changes about me. Mm. I will call you sis to your face like if I feel it. Like, it's not nothing's gonna change over here so i just i like that approach like if you are approaching me just being your full self and being a gentleman and being direct with your conversation that's all that matters Hmm. and as a pursuer what's your method it honestly just depends on the setting like if i'm at let me let me paint this here i'm gonna paint it because i want you to get okay (laughs) you are at a you're at my house. Mm-hmm. You know I do events at my house all the time. Mm-hmm. And this one boy you've never seen, and you're like, oh, Jesus he's Christ. He's fine as fuck. Yeah, right? <laughs> God damn. And I'm like, oh, he's single, and that's one of my good friends. Um, You, sh- you know, and that's all I say. I say, he's a good guy. He's my, if he, he's my friend, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Right? How would you proceed to pursue him? It's about making people feel comfortable. So, of course, if we're at an event, there's going to be drinks. <laughs> He's not lying. <laughs> They're not mm-hmm. lying. They're going, yeah. Honestly, it's just having a conversation, um, trying to find a commonality between the two. Mm-hmm. I love to get people drunk or drunk. Um, not drunk, but I like to give people drinks. So, you know, mm. just I don't know. It's really just it has to be really easy going. So your me. method is to give get them drunk. No, 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 no. And then no, 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 no. Because that sounds really yeah, creepy. But no, like Miguel's song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go on. No, but yeah, it's just comfortability and commonality. You have to be able to spark a conversation and just talk to somebody. I think that would be the easiest thing. That's why I like being approached because when I'm, if you approach me, I'm normally in a position of not actually wanting to be talked to. Yeah. And then my my nerves are just like, oh my god, I'm just I'm by myself. Don't. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but yeah, that's cute. It's really just easy to that's, me. It's easy. I don't know. It just feels easy. It's like second nature. It's just like naturally you just talk to just people, converse and stuff. You know, so, got like he, like when Justin saying people are, like feel like they got to be all macho and shit, and yeah. I'm like just talk. That's mm. it. Shit. Yeah. Ugh. But if they don't I like never, you. They don't like you. Feel you. Shit. But you barely talk. We had a whole party here yesterday. You actually no, you were talking yesterday. Oh, Dom was turned. Dom, you were turned. I take what that. I don't remember. 
You oh, were turned, but you was turned. You were turned. You were drunk. Yeah. But um, when was the last time y'all were like that? You can remember that you were approached the way that you wanted to be approached. That I wanted mm-hmm. to be approached mm-hmm. in a long, a very long time. And I'm not talking about through social media. I'm talking about like in person. Like yeah. There's this guy that I don't know if y'all know him. He he he. Yeah. When I first moved here, he approached me at the gym mm-hmm. and then offered to like go out and go to the movies and whatnot. And I really wasn't interested. I was like, don't approach me at the gym. I'm working out. That's <laughs> probably like one of the perfect times too. No, no. Because I'd be I'd be like okay. a little nervous in the gym, and I I. Mm-mm. You be nervous in the gym? Yeah. I'm like, always nervous in the gym. Me too. Like, don't, yeah. But I'm also always ready to go too. I feel like people so. is always staring at me. Yeah. That's why I'm like, don't. So, that's yeah. why I don't like going all the time. And that's why I don't like going to LA Fitness. No, sh- maybe we should bleep their name out. Can we blur that? <laughs> <laughs> but with that gym specifically, I hear all the girls go to that gym. And, and they I'd fuck. Like, in the sauna. They be fucking in there. But I'm saying, like, even it's like, you, it's not, I don't feel comfortable working out. And I don't make like cute faces when I'm working out. And yeah. I know somebody's staring at me. But we're way off topic. So that happens to you. <laughs> Last time I can remember somebody approaching me that I actually like was like, oh, that, that shit was fine. Um, I was at a, a, um, a party, a house party. You can call it that. It was housewarming, kind mm-hmm. of. House reheating, because he already been living in there for a minute. You say house reheating? <laughs> yeah, it was because the bitch lived there for like several months. He was like, I'm having a house. I'm like, girl, you already lived here. Like, whatever. And it wasn't a house, it was an apartment, but neither here nor there. Um, I go and this guy came up to me and he um, asked me where I got my, what I was wearing, my fragrance. Mm-hmm. And if anybody knows me, one thing that I'm obsessed with, there are two things, but the main thing is like fragrances and skincare, right? So he asked me what I was wearing. I said I told him what I was wearing. He was wearing that Chanel. Mm-mm. I was wearing back then. I was I was like on this whole Tom Ford kick. I was like oh, obsessed with his fragrances back then. <laughs> so I was like wearing Tom Ford. He was like, okay, cool, cool. You know, your skin is really, really nice. And I was like, bitch, who told you about me? Like, who told you what I like? So then he just was like conversing, and he was like, you know, like I think we. This is like, like he, it was like he was awkward and funny, mm-hmm. and like he had the same type of humor I had. It was like super dry. And I'm typically <laughs> I'm typically not dry, but my humor is um, <laughs> my humor is like really Girl. dry, like the office and like that kind of shit. That shit is like really, really funny to me. Like I like dry humor. Yeah. And you know, I mean he was like, you know, we should do this again. Da 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 da. And I was like, do what? He was like, friendly banter. And I gave him my number. And what happened with that situation? <sighs> I ended up dating somebody else. <laughs> oh, do you still have his number? Yes. You should reach out. No, I shouldn't. It was oh, like okay. years ago. I don't okay. even. Well, shit, never mind. Fuck it. Yeah, but that was the mm. last time I can honestly remember. I was like, oh, like you're cute. Because, you know, like sometimes when I first moved down here, everybody thought I was like super serious and like really rude. And I was just being funny, like, because that's my type of humor. But, you know, it's different. Yeah. Um. So this is going to be my last question and we're going to move on to the next I segment. I didn't answer. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Go ahead. Did he answer? <laughs> no. Oh, shit. My bad. I thought, first of all, I'm leading this segment. How do you ask <laughs> questions? But go ahead, because that was a good question. Um, I think the last time was, ooh, it was years ago. It was um, a New Year's Eve party. Um, this is when I just kind of started making friends here. And I didn't know nobody at this party. And I saw this guy, and we kind of like made eye contact or whatever. And then he finally came up to me. He was like, hey, you want something to drink? Because I didn't have a drink in my hand. And he, I was like, yeah. He was like, what you want? And I told him. I think he gave me like some Hennessy or whatever. 
And then we kind of like stood on the wall at the same time, just like randomly like talking to each other. You know how you do that at like house parties and shit. Yep. Then when people started leaving, he kind of stayed behind. He was like, "Oh, who you here with?" And I pointed to my friend Nelson. He was like, "Oh, okay, this my friend." Whatever, whatever. And so I was like, "Where are you from?" He was like, "I'm. I don't remember where he was from, but we were just talking or whatever." And it was like real cool conversation. Yeah. But. I didn't find him attractive. I didn't really want him like that. But I was like pleasantly surprised because my impression coming down here was that everybody here was like this stuck up, mm. like you thought about Atlanta people. Yeah, like oh, wow. they just was like bougie, this, that, that, the third, whatever. Wow. Yeah, I legit thought that. And like I came down here to visit Hello Towns for like Pride and shit. But I've never like you know when during Pride it's like yeah. niggas from all, yeah, over. all over the place. Yeah. So you never really know who live here, but. Mm-hmm. He was um definitely not what I expected. He was cool, but I I just wasn't attracted to him hmm. at all. Mm. Excuse me, that's rough. It'd be like that? That's, mm-hmm. No, it really do be like that. The niggas that you actually like, you like their personality. Mm-hmm. You don't like their face. Because I, I could see he was <laughs> definitely trying to get my number at some point in the night. It was like five o'clock in the morning. I'm like, well, I think I'm gonna go home. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, I just have one last question. We're gonna move on, but um, since you know it's twenty twenty and we're millennials and stuff like that, I think like instead of being like, "Hey, what's your number?" a lot of people go like, "Oh yeah, what's your Instagram?" or "Are you, are you on social media?" Da, da, da. Uh, do you feel like that's like? Do y'all feel some type of way about that kind of shit? I do personally, because I just feel like it's, and I mean, I understand we in a new, a new era. A new wave of thinking is is happening now, and then social media is like the biggest form of communication for everybody. But I'm still old school in a sense where asking for my number is more personable, and that lets me know that you're not just trying to look at me. And I feel like that's what a lot of niggas do now. With the word, the new social media age is niggas just want to look at you. They mm-hmm. just want to stare at you and think about how they feel like they how you should be, not really actually get to know you. The content as a person, to, yeah, that's a word. That's they just want to fucking build up this image of you and hope and pray that you are what they think you are. And then when it come to find out you're not, oh, uh, yeah, Mark I don't like down. it. Down. Like, what? I don't like it. The whole um, asking for social medias instead of exchanging numbers things. I feel like it's just people. I, I feel like it's people trying to get their numbers up on social media because like you get the every you see people that go out all the time and it's like follow me on social media. I'm just like it's really just because the world that we live in now is social media is really a numbers game. So people are just trying to get their numbers up. And for me, I would rather you just. We can exchange numbers. That way, when I'm ready to ghost you, I can just ghost your ass, and you ain't still got to be able to get on my social media and see me, and I ain't got to see you, and we can keep pushing. We ain't got to have mm-hmm. no contact, no connection, no nothing. That's why that block button is there, though. Mm-hmm. And that, that block button true. got power if you use it. Uh, and then I feel like people use social media because, you know, it's it's like a facade. You see all of the, the, the beauty of the filters and the life that they live, going on trips and doing stuff like that. You don't really get to see the ugly side. So I feel like that's just... Is the word disingenuous? Nope. Not. Di- <laughs> Wait, you said nope. That's not the word. What's the word? Is it not? It's not disingenuous. It's not a word. What is it? What are you trying to say? Not real. It's not genuine. Say it's not genuine. It's not genuine. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm ghetto. 
<laughs> um, I personally feel, I guess, kind of the same, but I also kind of get nervous. If I'm, um, say we've been texting, I, I, wa- I want you to originally approach me and ask us to exchange numbers because I think it's more personable. Mm-hmm. But if I ask you for your social media handle and you're like real skeptical to give it to me, I feel like it's because you're trying to hide something. And I want to know what the fuck you're trying to hide. That part. So then I go on your Instagram and find out that you, you know what I'm saying, doing whatever the fuck you're doing on Instagram or you got a whole nigga or something. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a whole bunch of different scenarios. So I definitely, I see what y'all are saying. I definitely think at the, at, from the rip, you definitely should be exchanging numbers versus um, social media handles. But, you know. After a while, I want to see what that social media is hitting for. <laughs> I mean, and me too. Yeah. I, like, how I usually used to do it is I would definitely ask for the nigga number if I was trying to pursue him. And then over the course of the conversation, just be like, hey, what's your Instagram? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then go from there. But just coming up to me and we exchanging Instagrams, that just it seems kind of weird to me. I feel like what was the point? Of us exchanging Instagram so we can like each other pictures all day. Right, because there's no fucking words that are exchanged with a double tap. None. All right, well, I got a lot of insight from you guys. I think I'm going to change my ways. and um, I'm going to be honest. These bitches is over here eating I have meals. not eaten all day. I have not eaten <laughs> Yes, you all have. Day. You are. Fu- we just came from eating at two different restaurants. Can you prove it? Yes, I can. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. We just talked about Instagram. Check her Instagram. We'll be back with the next segment called Adulting 101. Yeah. Yeah. And we're back. I thought you was going to do this. I got chicken in my teeth. Nope. All right. So welcome back. This is our adulting 101 section. Yeah. The question goes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the portion of the show that you can send questions into a messy podcast at gmail.com and we might read them on the show. So today Dom is going to read the question. Hold on. I'm trying to read it now just to make sure it makes sense. Ooh. Oh, that makes sense. I've okay. been watching this show on Netflix. Enough. Go ahead, read the question. It's please. called The Good Place, and that oh, show I'm is obsessed. so I'm good. obsessed. I'm so That's mad. Like I didn't catch this on. Girl early. died. Went to hell. Yeah, but it was heaven. It's like I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. But it's a good show. All right. So the question goes: I recently started talking to someone, and they have recently went through a loss. A, well, the loss is a tragedy. Um, so losing someone. Um, mm. they are really nice, and I enjoy being around them. However. Do you all think that it's safe to date or talk to someone that has recently gone through such traumatic turmoil in their life? Do you think that you can trust their current state of mind or do you think that you need to take their emotions with a grain of salt? Ooh. That's actually a really good question. That is a good question. Shout out to the listener. Um, oh, shit. Hmm. I say, I say, I, me, I know I would like not push forward with any um relationship talk or any relationship type of thing like i'd be i would be more of a friend just to make sure that you know they're comforted and have some kind of um emotional support in a sense and then you know once i feel like they're safe enough and have moved past whatever it is the the beginning stages of it then yeah you know go from there i think um the the thing that caught me off guard was this, the last sentence when he said can you take their should you take their emotions with a grain of salt i think absolutely not like people 
Never take anybody's emotions with a grain of salt. Like, I, I get it. Some people, like, might overreact and be mad because they're mad about something else. But they're still mad, right? And there's still an overla- underlying reason behind that. And I think the main question was, is it safe to date somebody who lost somebody recently, right? <laughs> Fuck. I think it's 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 difficult. I don't know. It's, like, too... I don't know. That's too layered. It's so layered. And I think it's, like, so many different fucking factors like yeah I, I need to for me i just have to ask the listener a question is this a how long have you been dating this person i, I think because if this is somebody that you've been dating for a long time i don't think i think they just started they okay. guess the beginning if it stages, just started yeah. then i would definitely be there as a support system somebody mm-hmm. to talk to but i would definitely not pursue when this is, I guess this is a part of our conversation earlier. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't pursue it in that in in anything serious at this given time because that person has to deal and process with those, you know, sad emotions. And when you're trying to mix dating into it, it's just and I'm probably speaking from yeah. my own experience, it just never worked for me. I feel like we're all answering this question wrong. And I honestly feel I, like it's up to the person that's going through the tragedy that's so you should give that person true. the respect to say hey where are you at yes. emotionally do you feel like this is something that you can handle yes. or that is is this is is this gonna is this something that you can handle right now in your current state of mind if it is not and be truthful with yourself if it is not then let's take a step back that way you can have enough time to process yeah. whatever but do you know how that can kind of come off to the person that is dealing with the death or a tragedy Respectful. I, I, I mean, it, to me, that would it just could be, be respectful. It could be, it could, you could say it respectfully as possible, but it can come off that you are trying to distance yourself from that situation or distance yourself from that I, person. I, I think, I, I think it's really about. I actually, when I, I feel like this is probably one of the few times I one thousand percent agree with everything that Dom just said. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, bitch, fight me if you want to. <sighs> but what I'm saying. It's like it's really about delivery, how you say it, right? It's not like a ooh, like ooh, can you sure you can handle me? It's like, listen, I know you're dealing with a lot. I don't want to be an added layer of burden or anything like that. I'm here and I'm always gonna be here for you. I'm just asking because I care about you. It's about the delivery, you know what I'm saying? But if you present it in a way that's like I'm just I'm good because you you got all the shit going on. I'm not trying to deal with your shit and my shit. Then it's gonna be like problematic, but. I guess to answer the question, I think that Dom really answered it fucking perfectly as far as the person asking, is it safe today? Somebody that's not the that's not the appropriate question. Mm-hmm. You need to be asking them how they feel about moving forward before you decide to step how you want to step. There you go. Bam. So anybody else want to add anything else on that? No. All right. Listen. Mm-hmm. I feel other ways about that, but you can say what you want to say. We're on a podcast. This is what it's here for to talk amongst each other. No, I just, uh, like I said, with my experience, I just, you can word it and say any way you can, but at the end of the day, like you said, it's based on what that person want to do. And that person may not be in a, a good mental state to give you a, very leveled answer to that question they may tell you at that moment oh no 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 i want you here because you are being an emotional support system for that person Mm. when you're really being harmful because they're not dealing and processing the 
negative aspect of that mm, emotion. They're distracting. Yeah, the you're just thing. you're you're mm. you're a distraction, and that's not good because that's mm. not good for you as the person, and that's not good for whoever you're trying to pursue. So that's, that's definitely a good question to true. ask. But from my experience, it's always best to separate yourself from that and just be there. You know, somewhere, somebody to talk to, whatever, whatever. But do not put, you know, your heart on the line or emotions on the line to ultimately be disappointed because that person is dealing with a lot. And they're not going to be able to give you what you need as far as with dating or being in a relationship. Before you respond, I do want to say at this fucking moment, I love you guys. <laughs> because I love when somebody can literally drag me from like me thinking one point and then mm. thinking the other because now I'm in a state of ambivalence. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I feel. So you are the... <laughs> I literally am living. Mm. I'm, I'm actually turned on sexually. Mm. You know what? You can meet me. We no. need to get her some dick. Yeah. Yeah, first of all, fuck you. Um, secondly, <laughs> nah, but I, I'm just saying all that to say like I never even thought about it like that. Mm. And the fact that you can open my eyes and probably some of the viewers ask to think of it like that is amazing. So I really want to applaud you. But go ahead. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I understand Justin's point. I get it. I think I personally think it's just depends on the the what level or stage y'all are at in y'all relationship. Like if mm-hmm. if y'all were just you know if y'all were if y'all were in a serious relationship, you shouldn't even. I don't feel like you should be asking that question. You just should be there automatically. But if it's like the beginning stages of something and you you know y'all are still you know testing the testing <laughs> testing the water some shit. I don't know. I would just rather you sit me down and say hey. What do you need at this moment in time? Mm. Do you mm. need me to be here? Do you feel like you are emotionally available enough to make this, you know, mm. or, you know, you just got, I feel like you got to ask. That's what communication is for. If you don't communicate, then you're assuming, and then you're a fool if you assume. So, right. Who wants to do that? But again, I think what Justin was saying is communication might just be a little bit off kiltered because of their emotional state of being. And it might not be an actual genuine response because they're not in their genuine right state of state mind. Of mind. Well, who cares? You're asking them a question and they're telling but you, but they're, you're you asking care. them a question. You should and care. You're ask, wait, you're asking them a question. Mm-hmm. And even if they're not in their right state of mind, at least they're telling you what it is that they're thinking or feeling at this moment. So you should take it and say okay this is what he told me so i have i can only respect his wishes mm-hmm. so the his listener, or her wishes so the listeners should really sit back and think about are they ready to mentally be able to be that type of support system during this time of tragedy during this time of sadness do they have the strength to hold this person up and be that person to anchor them and care for them during this time are you strong enough to do that listener i don't know but you need to ask yourself that and i'm just gonna say this the the only thing i've come close to dating somebody like freshly and they dealt with some type of tragedy it wasn't a death Mm -hmm. it was this nigga who lived with his mother and his mother was going through menopause and she was fucking crazy like literally crazy really so i had to like Literally, I remember one time I slept in a car with him. Like, I slept in my car with him because, like, he like he couldn't go home. And he couldn't come to my house because my mom was not having that shit. So, mm-hmm. I slept in my car with him, whatever. Like, it's just, like, that that type of stuff. And I talked to him about it. You know, like, hey, you know, I asked him the same shit that um Don was saying. 
but it wasn't it wasn't that tragic it's not like a loss of somebody i think when you lose somebody it's a little bit more traumatic versus somebody who is still present but is acting like somebody you never recognize or like who's never loved you you know what i'm saying yeah it's just a different ball game but i think listener listen to all listen to both dom and justin because they have very valid points I personally am literally in limbo between the two. I have no, I can't, I don't know which way I'm feeling. So, sis, bro, girlfriend, daughter, brother. Sorta. Sorta. Uh, hope you hope you can get some shit from what the fuck we said now. I hope you do. That's going to wrap up the adulting 101 <laughs> section. <laughs> and we'll be right back with the millennial message. Message of millennials. All right, so we are back with the millennial message. It is I, Justin, the great, the one and only. Pretty sure there's more Justins in the world. But there ain't another <laughs> bitch in, in the world like me. Mm. We just met one yesterday. No, you didn't. Really? Yeah, we had a Justin at my house yesterday. Oh, cool, I remember cool that. person, but not like Who me. was the, um, the girl that came, the dark-skinned girl? Amaima. Love her, amazing. Love her. Shout out no, her. she took. She she gave me a pool or that vape pen or whatever, <laughs> and I literally thought like you were gonna die. Hades was in my throat. <laughs> like that shit just. Mm. Had a really nasty joke, but go ahead with your message. I'm Does sorry. She, she live here. You know. Yeah, what? Send me her Instagram. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so with the message, and I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. As far as when it comes to being actively pursued or pursuing others, uh, set standards. Setting standards for yourself um, will make that less uh, anxious for you and make that less um, of a strenuous process, I would say. Um, You will come across plenty of, you know, people and things where it'd be awkward when they approach you and you would probably be awkward yourself approaching other people but make sure you just kind of set standards for yourself to where you're not doing crazy outrageous things to get the attention of somebody like asking someone for their instagram that's not what you do that's not cool (laughs) Facts, 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 facts. But yeah, setting standards for yourself, making sure that, you know, whoever does approach you is meeting those standards, being a gentleman, being a lady, um, making sure that you're not falling for the bullshit. And also make sure that, you know, you being engaging and being wide open and being accepting to, you know, whoever is pursuing you. I think that plays a good part in it as well. And I don't know what else to say because <laughs> this uh, topic, um, yeah. It dragged it. <laughs> we dragged it. We dragged it. So I'm glad you guys tuned in. Listen, we- only thing I'm going to say, if you a bad bitch and you know it, if you know that you can go out here and bag these niggas, go out here and bag these niggas. If you know you a bad bitch and you don't want to go out and bag these niggas and you want these niggas to bag you, Go out here and get back. Look cute and get the fuck back. Period. Mm. End of the motherfucking message. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay. 
I tried to make that shit sound so uh, poetic. Yeah. But you can't you can't make something so simple poetic. You just got to be straight to the fucking point. And like I said earlier, you got to be motherfucking direct with these motherfucking niggas. Period. Period. All right, so that's gonna end the show. Um, Yeah. Yeah. How they find us? Um, you can follow us on all social media platforms at a messy podcast. Um, streaming services to listen. It is the Millennial Mess podcast. Oh, we also have some things in the works while these bitches sit on their phones. We tired. We, you know we tired. I'm tired as hell. You will start seeing more of us. And that's all I'm going to say. But yeah. Alright guys. Love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. Yep. We'll talk to you guys next week. Alright. Goodbye. About anal bleaching. Oh. I could have Every time we end the show, it's always some anal shit. Why wouldn't it be? Oh my god.